Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Bar Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. I do want to talk some uh, Cowboys Texans here on a smooth soul Monday, but we have to get in uh, some more conversation and debate about the Heisman finalists, which have been announced. Uh, it is official, official. USC quarterback Caleb Williams, Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud, TCU's quarterback Max Duggan, and Georgia's quarterback Stetson Bennett are your four Heisman finalist, gentlemen. No B. John Robinson, so a lot of Longhorn fans are upset. What's that stat you got from a uh, little factoid from my man Alex Loeb? Alex there? Loeb just tweeted out, this is the fifth straight year that there has not been a running back that has been the finalist. Yeah, it, it's it's strange that that is the case. Cause it's almost like the college game is starting to follow the NFL model mm-hmm. in devaluing running back, which is strange because the college game, it shouldn't. That, that's from a... A monetary, uh, you know, kind of a monetary perspective, from a right. financial perspective, the NFL has devalued the position because they know it has a short shelf life and that a certain amount of carries uh, seems to, you know, seems to lead to a regression um, and to most running backs falling off a cliff, some of them precipitously, some of them it's a slow, kind of arduous, you know, decline. Right. Uh, but for, for, for others, it's just, you know, right off a cliff at running back. So nobody wants to make a long-term investment at running back. They don't want to spend a lot of draft capital for the running back position to really hop in the draft. That's why we think that Bijan going potentially in the top 10 or top 15, still it shows you what the NFL scouts and executives think of a running back of his caliber and his expansive skill set. But, yeah, it's almost like the college game has now devalued the running back position, and they're taking a similar stance to the NFL game, which has devalued the position for the last 10 years or so. Right. Not from accolades perspective has been devalued right. from the value you know what I'm saying from what it means to the overall team and that and that is crazy to me it because crazy. what have we been talking about about how do you use your running back you use him as a running back you use him as a wide receiver he's a valuable piece of the success that you have especially if you have a special one yeah you know and then you look at even Blake Corum it, this doesn't even have to be about Bijan because it's right in front of us but look at what he did for Michigan this year oh yeah he put them on their back a bunch of times and, and made things happen. And then you look across the country, look at what Illinois did with their running back, the freshman running back. He was a major part of their success this yeah, year. And it's just crazy to me when you when you sit here and for Alex to put that out and you say, five straight years, not one running back deserved to go there? We're mm-hmm. giving out Doak Walker awards. We're giving out all these awards. These guys earn those things. Yeah, running back is almost like now you have to do something truly extraordinarily spectacular. Right. Like, And it's not just, you know, what Bijan did this year isn't special enough. And, Isn't that crazy? Like, right. that's not special enough to make you considered a Heisman fine. You got to go 2,000 yards rushing. Yes. And on top of that, have some spectacular Heisman moment like plays. And your team also 
needs to be in championship contention. Right. And that just and like Blake all Corum, these other right. and, yeah, yeah, so Blake Corum, you're right. He checks some of those boxes too. So For I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's the thing is you gotta be like undefeated, have a historical year, and not have anyone else on your team that they would take ahead of you. Right. Because if you do all that and then you also have a good quarterback, they're taking the quarterback every time. Mm-hmm. So you would have to have all of that and then have to have like a, a mediocre quarterback and like some okay receivers. That's true. And you have to put them all on your back and go, no, I'm going to take you to undefeated. Yep. And I got to do it in a power five. No. Probably SEC or Big Ten. Right. I don't, yep. it's, it seems like a lot. <laughs> totally the criteria right. seems like, yeah, I'm with you. But you're right. That's how the narrative has to fit as you're the only offense they have and it's you. You're, it's like a one-man show. Yeah. If you're not a one-man show, you got no shot. And a one-man show, as you pointed out, it better be a double-digit win one-man show. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's running back. It's I think you know we're seeing at every level of football, at least the highest levels, uh, that there's an underappreciation uh, for the running back position. Um, hopefully, Bijan can change that at the next level. I think Bijan's going to be special. Actually, I think we got some. I think a couple of running backs that are uh, will be coming out to the NFL the next couple of years are going to be special running backs. I think Deuce Vaughn's a special back too. Oh, for sure. I think so. I think Deuce Vaughn's going to go to some team potentially in the second, third round, like the Eagles. And make it totally unfair for the rest of the NFL that he dropped to them. And they could pick him because he's a luxury item for them. Right. Like, we actually right. don't need anything. What do we need? Actually, I was like, we don't need much. So let's just draft Bijan in the middle first round. We don't really need anything. He's a luxury item. And Bijan Robinson is up going to the Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts in the yeah, same oh backfield. My God, with him. I don't need that in and my so, life. No, 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 I'm serious. <laughs> like, that's, I, that's what I keep saying. I'm like, I think it's going to happen. I think he's going to end up going to a really good team that has a luxury item pick. Uh, some people are saying Atlanta. I do not want Bijan to go to Atlanta. I don't. I don't want him to go to the Falcons with no. Arthur Smith. I don't. I want him to go to a team that picks him as a luxury item, that has a pick that, that's a good team already. They just have a, a, a high pick or multiple picks in the first round, which yeah. Philadelphia does. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm down with it. Uh, but anyway, Bijan's not. Listen, when you, here's, here's my take on it. I, I think Bijan's the best running back in the country. But I am not heartbroken about him not making it to New York. And only because he's got 86 total rushing yards on 33 rushes in the two biggest national games of the year, TCU and Alabama. Sorry, guys. I'm with Come it. on, man. We Come on. Like, we, we sound like some really spoiled fans. We're like, let's just still be there. It's like, how are you doing the biggest games of the year? Well, he averaged 2.6 yards per carry combined in 86 total rushing yards. But he still should be in New York. Among no, he shouldn't. No. It's not his fault. No. I said half of that is Steven giving him only 12 rushes in the TCU game. 12, 12, 12. That's on Steven. And then the other one in the Alabama game, Alabama was a really good team. And our young no. offensive line was, you can tell they, you know, they, they couldn't dominate, and I'm not surprised, a, t- dominate a veteran defensive front like Bama's. Right. Yeah, they they no. held their own, but they couldn't dominate them. No, I'm more Michigan. surprised that Blake Corum or someone from Michigan didn't get in. And I'm more surprised that that's the quarterback you took out of SEC. Yeah, you took Stetson Bennett over Hooker. Yep. Over Hooker or Bryce Young. Bryce Young's not, yeah. Like there, there's two. Yeah, that's true. And Bryce Young, I get they lost two games. They're the number, what, five team in the country yeah. in the college football poll. Let me go look at They're Bryce just Young's outside stats. the playoff. Let me go and see. he had some amazing, I mean, he willed them into games. Yeah, he won the Texas game for him. Yeah. So <laughs> I like. Yep, yep, yep. He and, and he's he's got a vote. He's already part of the club. Let him come back. Hang. He's gonna be there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you're right. He doesn't. I mean, he's he doesn't have a lot of stinkers uh, this year. I mean, I know he had the injury, so I guess he missed a game or was a game or two or whatever he yeah. missed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's, I mean, he's still pretty consistent in the games he played because he's their all their entire offense. It was him and Gibbs pretty much. So yeah, you could have you could have justified that. I mean, he's got. 
Uh, a little over 3,000 passing yards, 64% completion percentage, so maybe. Let's put it this way. I think you can justify it a lot more than Stetson Bennett. Yep, because he's the defending <laughs> Heisman Trophy winner. And yep. just had a much better season. Yeah, he did. He had 27 touchdowns, five interceptions. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Like I said, you could have threw Drake May in there, and I probably wouldn't have got to wouldn't have no. been that controversial. Drake May's stats have been unbelievable this year. Um, and North Carolina just lost in the uh, ACC title game. But yeah, I'm. Obs- I, I feel sad for Bijan because I think Bijan is good. He's, he was good enough, right? But those two performances on those big national television games, I think, came back to home. Our guy, our guy Eric Metcalf, he just said, "I can't believe Bijan Robinson isn't a Heisman finalist." Let's just be real about it. It's a cute quarterback award and not a reward awarded to the best football player in the country. It's not because if you if you just looked at it on its surface. There's so many other guys that you could have in that conversation to win this award. Yep. And it doesn't even have to be on the offensive side of the ball. There's a ton of great defensive players that have had huge years that, oh, well, that would definitely be in the that's conversation. That's never happening. Agree. That's never And I think the happening. only reason why Rod, I mean, Rob Woodson, Charles Woodson got it is because he played some offense that year as well. And he punt returned. He's a punt yeah, return and a spe- kick yes, returner. Yeah. Exactly. The hey, but, but there's been a defender there way more recently than a running back because Aiden Hutchinson was there last year. In Very true. And didn't um, – Very true. Didn't Jabril Peppers go that year? He did. Yeah. Peppers went Peppers that year. Like, yeah, but I'm saying Aiden Hutchinson yeah. went last year. That was, yeah. There was a yeah. defender that was Michigan. in. It's Michigan. Yeah. Michigan's the brand. That's what, what obsessed me a little bit, too. I don't know. I got to go back and check it out. I don't know if Texas pushed Bijan hard enough in terms of a, a PR campaign either. Uh, it, it, it seemed it probably, late, right? It seemed a little late. It seemed, it seemed late. like there should have yeah. been more of a PR push for him. Early on in the season, all throughout the season, I don't know if Texas used their the power of the brand enough to, right. to push him to the Heisman. Now, maybe it wouldn't have worked, but I think they could have done more. They could have done more to help him out. They, they, they got great creative um, you know, social media departments over there. They did a really good job. You know, LHN's kind of a built-in propaganda uh, <laughs> apparatus anyway. Yeah. They could have done more, I think, to push Bijan, and we didn't. Yeah. I mean, that, that Texas probably got to own that a little bit. I agree. Yeah. I agree. He should have been on more. I should have seen him on more stuff, and I didn't yeah, see Yeah, we should have definitely yeah. had a lot going on with him. I agree with that. Um, but, dang, it's a good point you bring up, Patrick, about Michigan getting defensive players even to the finals. That's, that's got to be a record. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, I don't know who else would beat them. I mean, it doesn't happen a lot. They've got three of them that I can think of. One of them won it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even get there. How the hell? They can't get a running back, though. Can't get every, not even Michigan get that running yeah. back in there. Yeah, man, that is it's disappointing. But now we await the uh, the next uh, announcement, hopefully from Bijan, and it'll be whether he's playing in the Alamo Bowl or not. Hmm. What you, okay, first of all, let's, let's uh, get thoughts out there. Who's going to win the Heisman? I say Caleb Williams. I, what do you guys I, say? I, I'm in the Max Duggan camp. Oh, really? I'm in the Max Good Duggan. Camp. Yeah, I'll go C.J. Stroud just to be different here. Yeah. Okay. I, I think Caleb could win it. I. I the one thing with Caleb Williams, I don't think enough of these people actually watch Caleb Williams play this year. I agree with that, too. Because he's playing in USC and he's playing late games. Yep. Just don't think people listened. Yep. That's true. That that could be very well the case. They tried to get it. That's, that's about the push, too, for him. But if you're looking at it, you okay, we agree you can't give it to Stetson Bennett. You give this to Stetson Bennett, you're going to totally, dis, in my opinion, you're going to disrespect if the entire legacy to- <laughs> of the award and you're going to disrespect a whole lot of people. Gino Toretta. Gino yes. Toretta. You're going to discredit the whole thing in my No, I, I think if you give it to Stetson Bennett, it officially changes the award to, okay, we're just giving it to the best team now. Best quarterback it, on the best team. Yeah, it's it really has very little to do, but we think George is really good. 
and they deserve more awards. Yeah, that's exactly. And I, I don't think they'll do that. They won't disrespect I, the award like that. It's yeah. already been pretty disrespected, but they won't do that. They won't tarnish it in that way. If they do. I'm never, ever watching the Heisman again. I'm telling you. I'm serious. I'm not joking. Yep. I, I'm boycotting and protesting the Heisman if they test and Bennett wins it. Because that means it's not worth my time anymore. It's like the Academy Awards, and it's like you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. MTV Awards right. and the rest of those award shows that really don't deserve my time or your time. They're just, they're just a sham, and that's yep. what it would be, too. Um, so I think I'm going to go Caleb Williams, man. Right now he's, he's fourth in the country in passing. Yeah, I'm with you on the um, on the fact on Caleb stats, Williams. But stats I love, is Caleb Williams' stats guy. For it's, sure. it's all him. If you're going off stats, it's Caleb Williams. Right. And, and he had some wild moments. Remember that last game of the season, not not the not the championship game, but the last game of the season, which I think a lot of people turned in their votes then. Uh-huh. You know Good what point. I'm saying? Because he point. showed out in that game. Remember he had those plays where he was Rolling out in the pocket, throwing off balance, making mm-hmm. great plays. Then he was running the ball as well. There were so many different things that he did during that game, the very last game against UCLA, that I thought that, okay, yeah. he might have had it. And that's why it's disappointing if people did that and didn't wait for the entire yeah, rest the of the season, weekend. the championship weekends to go out there. Because if you turned it in and you watched that performance by Max Duggan, yeah. you're like, wait, what? This dude is out here giving – he's about to bleed on the field. He was yeah. out there playing so hard for his team. I agree. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I think Max Duggan won over a lot of voters yeah. in that game versus K-State. He won me over. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, sure. I just watching him and that display of testicular fortitude, I had me rooting for TCU uh, to win that game, and I think they should have – just ran a quarterback sneak and give it to Duggan. Yep. What are you doing? <laughs> Handed off to Kendra Miller twice. Max Duggan had just wheeled you and that whole damn team. Right. All right, back into that game with a chance to win it, and you took the ball out of his hands. Out of that dude's hand, In the man. last two plays. What? Yeah. I could not believe that. And a quarterback yeah, sneak, which I think has a 78%, something like that, conversion rate in the NFL on short yardage. Uh, and, I mean, to me, not to go quarterback sneak those two plays. And one guy grabbing each buttock behind you yeah. and pushing your quarterback uh, over the goal line, that's just a travesty. But anyway. And one Heisman voter that uh, has spoken is Desmond Howard. Uh-oh, what did he say? He said, is this the Heisman or the Davey O'Brien Award? Wow, I like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of the complaint yeah. that we're yeah. all getting yeah. into. That's because he voted for Blake Corum. I'm sure. That's fine, though. I'll take it. But he's also been on there saying that Bijan's one of the best players in the country. Chris, uh, not Chris Pollock. What's the uh, tight end? David Pollock. David Pollock. I mean, defensive end. David Pollock. He's saying the same thing. He's like, Bijan should be in New York. Now it's it's on to something else. But the fact of the matter that it's always a quarterback is the part where we have to stop looking at it as that. If you're going to make the criteria about the best player, in the in college football, it can't always be a quarterback. There there could be one quarterback, maybe two, that have had great years, but we saw exactly CJ Stroud, that game against uh Michigan, he was bad. Mm-hmm. He was bad. And yeah. I know it's one game, but he was bad on the national stage where everyone was watching. Yeah. No, we have a bias. Um I think uh, in the industry, uh, sports, entertainment, uh, especially with football, yeah. it's a quarterback bias. And I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm a fan of C.J. Stroud, too, by the way, just so everybody, full disclosure. But in that stage, he didn't play well. Yeah. His team got destroyed. 
No, you're right about that. I like this text. that if Stetson Bennett wins the Heisman, can you imagine the Heisman House commercials with the lock chain so he can't get in? That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Uh, yeah, I should love those Heisman House commercials. They are pretty funny. They are pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just I, I think there's no way they let Stetson Bennett you know, win the Heisman. But this year, you're right, you can make the case for those other three guys. Um, yep. I think because the Big 12 gets so disrespected, it's the, you know, the Rodney Dangerfield of Power 5 conferences. They, there's no way Max Duggan wins it. No way. Well, we had Baker no. Mayfield and Kyler Murray win it. Yeah, but to me, they were more overwhelming front runners to win it. No. Baker Mayfield had went, what, three years? Yeah. Three years in there? Yeah, he did go quite a few times. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think they were more kind of overwhelming front runners to win it. Right now, it's tight. Yep. And so maybe you can, so maybe that gives them a better chance. I think, you know, I think they one of the other guys will win it. And I honestly CJ Stroud's stats not that it, they're not that far from from Caleb Williams though, to right. your point. Like yeah. it's Caleb Williams I think has better stats but not by a long shot. It's not by right. a long way. And then uh Robert Griffin the 3rd has spoken as well. He said Hendon Hooker should have been invited to New York. And he too is a voter. Okay. So yeah. A lot of guys that have votes are speaking out, <laughs> which is kind of cool, though. It is cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the Heisman has all, I think it's can slowly but surely kind of, you know, deteriorating into what the conversation we're having now, which is it's an award for the best offensive player on the better, on yep. the best offensive team. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Yep. All right. Uh, we want to talk some Cowboys and Texans. Uh, we'll get back to that conversation. we got all week to do that. Let's talk about the NFL Week 13 review. Got a lot of great games uh, this week and Week 13 the NFL. We'll review a bunch of those and start with the 49ers-Dolphins matchup. All that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a smooth, so Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. We're going to be a part of the show. Hit us up on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. You also hit us up via Twitter. I'm at Rod Davis in the Twitterverse. And my man Harge is at Hardball Harge. Patrick Davis, the real MVP. It's at It's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. All right, let's talk about the NFL action uh, this past weekend. You had a lot of great games. Um, the game that I was most interested in watching has to be the 49ers uh, and the Dolphins. So I had to go somewhere and watch it because it actually was not flexed into being the national game, which still don't understand how that happened. Uh, but you had a lot of great games over the weekend. Um, but 33-17 win for the 49ers over the Dolphins. They did it with their third-string quarterback in for most of the game, Pump Fake Purdy. That's right. <laughs> Pump Fake Purdy was a third-string quarterback. Shannon never thought Pump Fake Purdy would see the field. He had Trey Lance as his starter. Then, of course, backup was Jimmy Garoppolo. 
Third string being Pump Fake Purdy. Well, they needed Pump Fake Purdy in this game after Jimmy G ended up breaking his foot. He is now out for the season. Trey Lance out for the season. And, yes, it will be Pump Fake Purdy uh, for the time being. They did bring in Josh Johnson. Correct. Um, the old uh, – I think he's, like, oh, he's been on 14 different NFL teams. How about this? I think he's got every one of them. Yeah, he's pretty close. <laughs> uh, Josh Johnson – has played for more NFL teams than he has touchdown passes. Sounds about right. He's played for 14 NFL teams. He's got 13 touchdown passes. So Why don't they call RG3? Uh, maybe they can call RG3. I'm sure they can look around, you know, the Kick free the agent. Tires. Yeah, look at the free agent, um, you know, uh, list of quarterbacks. Maybe they can find somebody that may be a better option than a, ro- a rookie quarterback in Pump Fake Purdy or in a, un- I mean, just a, 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 a honestly, a journeyman for the most part. And I'm being kind there yeah. in, with Josh Johnson. Yeah, so, I was, I was looking. Fitzpatrick was the one that I thought of a guy. Oh, maybe you, you could pull back. Who has who's a really smart guy who oh, could yeah. probably pick up on this offense a little bit quicker than some other guys. Yep, yep I like that. That's one I think like that name to me just because I'm like he probably has enough in the tank to know what he can do. Yep, and do that well enough that him and Shanahan could see eye to eye and make. It I work. like that idea. That's good. I like that. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Some people were bringing. You brought that up hard yeah. in the break. You thought Baker Mayfield at least could be an option potentially. Yeah, it doesn't, um, it doesn't seem like Shano is uh, biting on that one. He, he feels no, like he's good where he's at. Yeah, and I, I think the Ryan Fitzpatrick thing may be more attractive. At least a veteran, a veteran quarterback yeah. who has a lot of NFL experience and that has proven that they are low risk. Maybe low reward too, but low mm-hmm. risk is key. And Baker Mayfield is high risk. Yeah, exactly. He wants low risk because that offense, honestly, guys, even with Brock Purdy in there, he was 25-37, two touchdowns. He had an interception. He averaged 5.4 yards per attempt. Yeah. You're talking about decreasing the degree of difficulty and stripping the passing offense of any sophistication. That was the lowest average yards per attempt for any quarterback this past weekend with at least five passing attempts. He's going to make it a rudimentary passing game for Brock Purdy. This is arguably, guys, the most quarterback-friendly offense in the NFL. One of the most quarterback-friendly offenses in NFL history. Yeah. Because Santos never asked a lot from his quarterback. He went to the NFC title game in Super Bowl with Jimmy G and, hell, has won games with Nick Mullins and C.J. Beathard, for God's sakes. Right. So now Shannon's going to have to do something that I know he's he's accustomed to doing, but playing without Jimmy G, he is nine and twenty nine in his career without Jimmy G as his starter, thirty eight and seventeen with Jimmy G, six and twenty one as an underdog, uh, three and eight as a favorite without Jimmy G. Next three weeks, Bucks, Seahawks, Commanders, all teams that are winning right now. Yeah, this is a this is a big stretch for oh, Shannon and the huge team. Huge one. But the beautiful thing about it, and and this goes back to our our initial conversation about the Cowboys, the defense. Their defense is doing a lot for them, and they're going to be able to mm-hmm. keep them in ball games. To your point, you know, low risk, low reward. But mm-hmm. you're going to actually you have Debo Samuels, you yep. got Christian McCaffrey, you got playmaker, you still got Kittle. You, I mean, you're you're not trying to stretch the field. You're not trying to throw bombs. You never have been that team. Oh yeah. But if you can get the ball in and out of your hands, put them in your playmakers' hands, I think you're going to be okay. No, this 49er team. They're starting to remind me of that. Um, it's like it's like a meme. You guys probably probably seen it on um, on Twitter, or on social media, and the, the meme is she's a ten, but right, she's a ten, but the 49ers right now, they're pretty much a ten. What? And you but, look at their offensive line, Kittle, 
Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, defense, best defense in the league. They just Especially got Williams really back. They got Trent Williams. Just got back. Trent Williams back. Yep. They're getting healthier yep. all over yep. the uh, all over the place. Offense, defense, and special teams. The big butt that Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, Serena Williams size, Cardi B, Megan the Stallion size, Beyonce size. But they're at ten. But Brock Purdy is Brock effing Purdy. <laughs> we we've all we all watched Brock Purdy. Well, remember, like, he was on the list. Everybody kept talking about hey. him being a high draft pick. There were times in the oh, mock man. drafts before this past season yeah. where it was like, oh, Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that. Then all of a sudden he ended up being Mr. Irrelevant. Now he's relevant. He's relevant, but he was always high risk, high reward. Yep. It's Shannon's job to decrease the amount of risk in his game so he's low risk and then keep the high reward. He was always a high risk, high reward player. Yep. And how about this? The 49ers can make some history. According to the NFL uh, NFL research four teams 2016 Patriots 2010 Steelers 05 Steelers and the Washington racial slurs in 1987 have had three different quarterbacks start multiple games for them and still reach the Super Bowl come on now but there's a big but here (laughs) all four of their day one starters came back for the Super Bowl itself ah uh-huh. It ain't happening uh-huh. this time, my brother. Tom Brady was the last of the three quarterbacks to start for the Patriots during their Super Bowl season 2016, but that was because he served a four-game suspension to start that year. In 1987, Doug Williams was the third quarterback to start for Washington, but that was due in part to the team using replacement players for the strike. Mm. So we're talking about history being made if we're still picking the 40. Now, so right now, I asked you this question two weeks ago, and I keep asking it every week. How many teams now do you have above the Dallas Cowboys? Up. Do you have the we all we all agreed 49ers and Eagles were better than the Cowboys. Are the 49ers still better than the Cowboys in your opinion no. without Jimmy no. G? No. I agree. No. I agree. It's I agree. Philadelphia and Dallas and, and then everybody else just kind of falling in there and we can look at it again tomorrow but you start breaking down who is going to be the favorites? And you're looking at the East. It's got to be the Eagles. Eagles by far. I mean, not Eagles. by far. Well, no, but, but, it, but it, yeah. it's eleven and one. No, I'm with you. And I, their run, their run defense showed up. Yep. it's back now. No, I think you're right. I think the 49ers now drop behind the Cowboys for me, but not by a ton. And the reason I say is because we don't know what the quarterback position is going to be. We don't know what Purdy's going to bring. Mm-hmm. We don't know about Josh Johnson. We know there is a drop off between them and Jimmy G. But like I said, Shano has never being over-reliant on a quarterback position. Right. Ever. Right. Like, now it's strange that his defense is the best in the league, and you can look at the, the complement of skill players, and you'd probably put it in the top five in terms of Kittle, right, right. Debo, oh, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. So it's like, like, it's, like I said. They are a they're, problem. They're a 10, but the quarterback is an undrafted. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Mr. Irrelevant. Come on, last man. pick in the NFL Come on, draft. Man. He I got apologize. his name called. I apologize. Right? <laughs> I was thinking about the wrong thing. I apologize there. Uh, but, yeah, we just don't. How about this? Another little random factoid. The only team to win a game after being forced to, to, to turn to a seventh-round rookie for meaningful snaps was a 2005 St. Louis Rams. You'll like this, Patrick. You know who the quarterback was? Who's that? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right, there you go. Bring it full circle. Ooh. That's the last time a team turned to a seventh-round rookie for meaningful snaps to win a game. Ryan Fitzpatrick in 2005. Interesting. Yep. Like it, it. It. Remember, Skylar Thompson uh, started for the Dolphins this year. They got massacred in that game versus the Jets. Now, I will say what's not good on that was that was 17 years ago. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. It doesn't happen a lot. It doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> no, but but they say that that's the oh, same well, guy we're going for. <laughs> Seventeen years later, might be an issue. Hey, but. that's true. You got a good point. But honestly, right now, if I'm the if I'm the the Forty Niners, I love your suggestion. Honestly, that that might be the best suggestion I, I've that's heard. That's more so the far. question of does he want to leave the Amazon gig? Leave it. You can always go back. Amazon wants you to go there and come back. Oh, no, it. no. I get that. But yeah. that's the question. It's like, is he in football shape? Does uh, he want to go back and no, take the hits? he's definitely not in And especially shape. he's walking over there. He's like, man, how bad are they both hurt? Yeah. No, no. You're <laughs> yeah. right. He's not. Because he actually bragged about not having to work out and actually was happy yeah. about not having to focus on football. And I would think he went up to the Bills game to be a part of the Bills Mafia and like took his shirt off. And you yeah. could tell he'd been chilling. Yeah, been kicking it, <laughs> yeah. kicking it hard. So, but I like that suggestion though. Okay, uh, but the, the the 49ers do get a big win over the Dolphins. How about this though for the defense? The defense forced. Um, it, how about this? The defense forced turnovers on the final three drives of the game. The Miami Dolphins had twelve possessions, gentlemen. Ten of those lasted four plays or fewer versus mm. the 49ers D. This is this is a top three most explosive offense in the NFL. And 49ers held them to 0 of 7 on third downs. After that initial play, the, the, the touchdown on the first play of the game, yeah. Miami was held to just 10 points in the final 59 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's a different, it was bro, a different ball game. That bro. 49er defense yeah. is nasty. It is the real deal. Well, here's the other part of it. They had the ball for 40 minutes. The 49ers team yeah. had the ball for 40 Minutes and they weren't throwing the ball downfield because, no. like I said, Brock Purdy had 5.4 yards per attempt. Yeah, I know it's just weird. I know. Yeah. I always say, Shannon, though, Shannon has a thing for average to subpar quarterbacks like those women that date a holes and D bags. <laughs> he he will find a bad average quarterback and he'll end up quarterbacking his team. And it's so weird with the CJ Beathard or Nick Mullins or now Brock Purdy. Well, that was gonna be even my Jimmy other G. People complain about Jimmy G the whole time. I, you know I'm a Jimmy G fan. So here's the other part of that. Y'all just brought, you just brought up two names. Does he go get a Nick Mullins? Does he go back and get a CJ Beathard? Because they already know his offense. You're right. Right now, Jacob Eason is four straight. How about this? Going back to You're my take. A four straight. Going back to my take on Shano. He's like a woman who likes a holes and d bags. He likes bad quarterbacks. Jacob Eason is his four string quarterback. Jacob Eason has two interceptions and ten NFL pass attempts. <laughs> Shano loves bad quarterbacks. Go get, go get Nathan Peterman because he'll throw you a pick, too. Yeah. And now he's got Josh Johnson on the roster. And yeah. Josh Johnson has more NFL teams he's been on, 14, <laughs> than actual touchdown <laughs> passes he's thrown in all the time he's been in the NFL. Shano, will, he loves love a below-average QB. Love it. He makes his offense tick. It inspires him for some reason. I don't know what's going on. So yeah, yeah, go get Ryan Fitzpatrick then. Exactly. <laughs> like one of the better quarterbacks he's ever had. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> love Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, real quick. Um, let's talk about the Kansas City game because I was a little surprised. Uh, we you you were leaning to Cincinnati and you didn't pick them. I now Matt said, but you, you should have picked them because you were. I, I was I was there. He was it right was like there. Kansas City. It was, I mean, it was like uh, K State. You were it was right like there. my K State pick, man. and you have been. T- and, and I and I I was agreed with you, and we still pick Kansas City yeah. because you know Kansas City's hard to pick against. And we both said Cincinnati's got something on Kansas City. Exactly. Lou Anarumo, the uh, defensive coordinator, had a really good game plan, and now we know it's true. The kryptonite. For Patrick Mahomes, is the Cincinnati freaking Bengals. Yep. How about this, guys? It is crazy. So Kansas City is 59-18 and 18 since Mahomes became the starter. And he has beaten 29-31 other teams. 0-1 versus Seattle Seahawks. Hasn't played the Vikings yet. The only team they've lost to three times 
in that time span? Cincinnati. Yeah. Only Tom Brady, the GOAT, and Joe Burrow have three wins over a Patrick Mahomes-led Kansas City team. Love it. That's crazy. Joe Burrow is that dude. He's that dude. He is that dude. Every time I see him, every time he goes out there, no matter what the situation is, he doesn't look phased. He doesn't look rattled. Nothing. What did you say last year? Most sacked quarterback in the history? In the history of the Super Bowl. (laughs) Exactly. And he just gets right back up and keeps them in ball games. I mean, he's so impressive that I don't understand how he never, ever seems to get rattled at any situation or any point of the game, he gets picked up off the ground and just keeps it moving. Yeah, that was it's just good stuff, man. Uh, another stat for we get to the break here: Cincinnati zero and three versus. Uh, in the last thirteen months, last thirteen months, Cincinnati's zero and three against Cleveland. <laughs> yep. but they're five and zero against the team that was the top seed in the twenty twenty one AFC playoffs, Tennessee. And the team that entered this weekend as the top seed in the 2022 AFC playoff picture, Kansas City. Margins in those five games. They won by three, 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 five, four, and three. Wow. Wow. Um, I, I, man, Cincinnati, now they're rounding in the form. We so. said it. We were saying that they're starting to hit their stride. I know. We should have believed it. I know. should have put our money where our mouth was. I was close. <laughs> I was close. You was really close. Was you convinced close. me that it was going to happen. I was like, again. man, you were like, ugh. And then right. we both picked Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> because of the factor, right? No, I mean, but honestly, uh, it ended up being a field goal missed by Kansas City. Otherwise, that game yeah. goes overtime. And by the way, Kansas City led by a touchdown in, in the fourth quarter, entering yes. the fourth quarter. Yes. So it wasn't that crazy. We weren't that wild, though. We weren't that wild. But I would say Mahomes, season low passing, 223 passing yards. Something about that Cincinnati defense. They know something about Patrick Mahomes. And they love it. They know it. They They know something. They they, they may not share it with the rest of the NFL, but they know it. Right. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap it up. Put it in the oven right here on Ball Don't Lie on 1049 The Horn. It's Papa Top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash it? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's that is... All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Before we do, we'll let you know what's on tap for us. If you missed any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. Uh, We got Soccer Matters coming up next. It's World Cup time, so that's going to be really good to hear from Glenn Davis of Soccer Matters. And also, we got Instant Serious coming up right after that. What you got on Instant Serious, Patrick? Uh, you know, we're probably just going to break down, and we're just going to talk pretty much a whole show about how the Raiders are now Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> Big game win streak. <laughs> Ever since Josh McDaniel's job was secure when they said he's I, coming what's, back, what's, 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 Mark da- what's Mark Davis walked down and was like, hey, man, we're too broke to fire him. They're like, I guess we better try, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now he's winning games. Yep. All right, what you got on tap, Harge? Man, it was 
a long weekend for me, a bunch of Christmas parties this weekend, so I'm going to go home and relax. and keep, right. I'm going to watch a little bit of the game, but the game will be watching me. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to start my Washington prep. Yeah. Start, uh, we know who the Longhorns are playing in the bowl game. Start breaking down the Washington 24 Huskies. days away. Oh, yeah. We got plenty of time for it, too. Uh, all right. Well, thank you guys out there for all of your participation. Remember, the revolution will not be televised. We talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.